Good evening, sports fans. Good evening, Gavin. Good evening, sports fans. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. On the World Wide Web. Jimmy Butler's finally put everyone out of his misery. Wee. Out of their misery. Jimmy played pretty good. Um, hey, tips. You want to carry on. Um, hats off to Jimmy. Hats off to Jimmy. Uh, yeah, initial thoughts. Initial thoughts? Jimmy Butler, by the way, if uh, in case you... I mean, in, in, in kick, kick, kicking up a stink, if you will, uh, yeah. about getting his own way for the last so, oh, two months. And, uh, bad hole for the Timberwolves. Has now forced his way out of Minnesota to Philadelphia, the 76ers, after after a 0 5 road trip where he set out a couple of games, was it? Just yeah. General soreness. He, re- he reared his head. Yeah, he just, he just said he was sitting down, wasn't he? Um, for um, Dario Saric. Robert Covington. Robert Covington. Roko. Um, whatever's Bayless. left of Jared Bayless, who's probably going to get waived because they have too many players. And a second-round pick for Jimmy Butler and who's the other guy? Justin Patton, who yeah. wasn't really playing. Anyway, for Minnesota. Um, not a bad kind of haul for Minnesota, considering he was off anyway. Um, yeah. But Saric? Yeah. Good Covington. player. A good player we've always liked. Yeah. Covington, slightly, possibly overrated a little bit, but was a defensive Steady first team. player, free and play, free and D player, player. Yeah. on, like a, on, on a, a wing, on a fair like, contract. Yeah, it's, it's a, he's what the Timberwolves need more of. Yeah, they need both of them of outside shooting and defense. Which, yeah, <laughs> yeah um, by all accounts, I don't think Tibbs had a great deal to do with this. No, I think it was no, very much the owners and Scott Layden, if you will. I think uh, she got sick of. Damage just realised Tim Tibbs, Tibbs was never going to do that. Well, it was Tibbs getting poisonous, wasn't it? Some yeah. of the sort of internet memes and stuff of just the body language of him making faces at Carl Anthony Towns, who's had a pretty terrible start to the season by sort of his own standards. Yeah. Um, it, yeah, it is basically reached breaking point, doesn't it, I guess? And um, when the fans are not turning up to watch the team because they fucking hate it. I think they had 29th in attendance. Um, the owner's going to come down at some point and yeah. get this fucking shit dealt with, I guess. Yeah, no, well, it had to be done, and Jimmy had said as much so, and that he wanted to leave, and he was going to leave anyway, so the Timberwolves had to get something. Tibbs seemed to be more than happy to not get anything or to want something ridiculous in return. I mean, if it's true that they turned down four first-rounders from Houston... Like, yeah, it depends on the protections and whatnot, but, but he's not interested in that, is he, though, I don't think. Um, Why, are they, they winning? Well, Has nobody told them? Have they not? Have they not? Have they not watched any of the other teams? No, but are, are they are they pushing for a? a what? If I'm not sure I mean. how realistic that Houston trade ever was. I don't know. It's kind of I don't know. It's a bit of a sort of fantasy fucking league trade, isn't it? Like, I'll give you all this. And yeah. Actually, I don't, I'm not saying Daryl Murray doesn't think about these things, but um, it seemed a bit pie in the sky. Yeah. Seemed like. I'll just throw this out there and see how you react, and then we'll kind of work back from there. And I don't know; I don't think that was ever particularly realistic. But yeah, it's a strange one. Um, just looking, sort of Minnesota now, it's kind of unravelled since before they had Jimmy Butler. I mean, at this point, would you rather have Zach Levine, Chris Dunn, and Laurie Marker, which is essentially what they gave up yeah, to get Jimmy? Of course, Butler. you would. Or Sarah and Robert Covington. I mean, of course you would. It's not. It's not a great deal. Is it? I mean, the way Zach Levine's playing, um, and then Mark has it's, potential. Whereas yeah. you know what Covington and Sarich are at this point. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Sarich is 
player I liked. He's not a big best yeah. starter season, but um, no, he's a good player. He's a he's yeah. got they've got two good NBA players back, and the return. contract's very favorable for this yeah. year and next year. Um, it's all just been a massive waste of time, essentially. And energy, kind of what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah just the they're real has. fucking pain in the ass for everyone involved at every angle, hasn't it? It's yeah, just yeah, and don't think Jimmy Butler's particularly come out of it in a great light, has he? I don't know. No, I don't think he has at no. all, to be honest. I think he's come out as a poor teammate. I think he's come out as, like, yeah, way more self-centred than people would like to think some of their sporting idols are at times. Yeah, it's a strange one for Philadelphia as well, kind of the whole, you know, the, the process and whatever, however you want to fucking yeah. label it, you know, getting all these young players and what they've kind of, Chucked all their cards in now, I guess, for the foreseeable future because he's not gone there without agreeing well, to in principle fair, to a contract. To, to be fair, it? under Sam Hinkie, that that would have been the process. That, I guess that, that so, would have yeah. been it. It was about Training acquiring a assets, established not, not necessarily picking the players that were all going to stay there. It was about constantly churning yeah. assets until you got the right mix, and then eventually you would get something like Simmons and Embiid, which would be enough to hopefully tempt a big free agent to finish it off, yeah. and then. So I guess this is the fruition of the timelines his process, though, isn't it? Considering how many miles kind of Butler has on the clock, they're kind of they're saying they're in win now mode. I guess. Yes, yeah, they are. They because look, they oh, can. These looks there. Yeah, too, really. I don't know. They, they don't look better than Toronto to me. No, they don't look better than Boston even. I don't know. Them. I also don't know how this. Yeah, if you do, I mean, Jimmy I mean, Jimmy Butler's Jimmy Butler's numbers came at the expense of Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah, but what does that do when you've got those? Well, then Two players already, sort of, you know, on fire, isn't it this season? Like numbers wise, yeah, he's kind of killing it. He, they, they just look really. Simmons good. is not exactly a like a humble lad, is he? So, like, no. how's it going to work with when Big Dog Jimmy rocks up? And starts <laughs> trying to piss in all, all the corners of the dressing room, if you know what I mean. Like, I, I do wonder about that. Jimmy doesn't like challenge. <laughs> about how those three, yeah, about how those three then mesh. Yeah, it's, like, like it uh, seems, it seems an odd one now. It seems an odd balance of. Embiid and Simmons at the times. locker room dynamics. Yeah, yeah that, that's brilliant. what's more interesting. Just, just aside from that, they Sixers just look really thin at forward now. I mean, you've kind of gutted your. Front I don't think they have any other small forwards or well, any sort of Wilson Chandler who's perpetually hurt and has been for the last few I years. Think they play him at the four now. Yeah, but he's, he's injured all the time. Well, that's why, isn't it? He can't move. He can't uh, be on the wing Mike anymore. Mike Muscala, you know, power forward. I mean. Don't really want to give him starting minutes, do you? So they look really thin. I mean, Butler's going to play with three, and they're going to whether they're going to persist with Markel Fultz, how long this can continue, God knows. But um, I don't know. They can't, of, can it? It can't. They're it gonna, can't. They're going to uh, sort of have salary cap room next year, I guess, uh, once Butler opts out. And we'll have well, a well, I'm sure I've read somewhere that they were very, very optimistic about having already pretty much agreed the terms on the deal in well, the summer. Of course, they are. This trade doesn't happen. Yeah, that kind of thing. Obviously, they can't say as much, you know. Yeah. Get into Joe Smith, Minnesota territory, don't you? And, but yeah, um, it's a kind of a move you've got to make if you're Philly because it's another all-star caliber player. You know, well, they just well. gutted. You'd know they would have rather have not lost both Saric and Covington, mm. particularly Saric, I think, because of the forward. But yeah. and yeah, Fultz has just been so bad; he's not worth anything. Like I was saying, they should have been trying to shot him while while people still. We're willing to believe, yeah. willing to believe, hope, hope. <laughs> a bit of a D'Angelo Russell situation. I yeah, feel. yeah. There was that. Did you see that shot he took this week? Where he just 
Mitchy missed everything. D'Angelo was looking at least shoot, if you know what I mean. Like, Markel Fultz just looks, he looks like, he looks like Wesley Snipes, if you know what I mean, in in White Men Can't Jump. It looks like somebody's just giving him an intensive 10-week basketball camp, and now they're just letting him loose, if you know what I mean. Sydney Dean. (laughs) Sydney Dean game. Just, what? What are you doing? That's Uh, what I think. He's just like, huh? As far as Minnesota are concerned, I mean, um, yeah, I'm going to see a lot more Derek Rose, I think. Uh, I think they're all happy with that, aren't they? Um, yeah, tough times with Taj Gibson. Yeah, I don't know if it improves them massively in the short term. Um, just basically gets rid of the fucking well, stink. Well, yeah, room, it's got it? to improve them in <laughs> some sense. Because, yeah, you'd like to think they're not all assholes, if you know what I mean. Like, yeah. Or just not liking each other. Like, you can't... Like, yeah, you don't have to like or know everybody you work with. Yeah, we're just that dissent and But if somebody's just gobbing at you at work, then yeah. you just you don't need that. Don't That's a completely that, different yeah. thing, isn't it? The town's just not miserable, hasn't it? Yeah. It's just like, yeah, we shall see. I mean, the Derrick Rose, this, you know, he's had these big games and shooting like 46% from three. Point, that doesn't look sustainable, does it? <laughs> By no, no, it looks like one of one of those. One of one of those over the course of the season. Over the course of the season, he's certainly in a, in a purple patch at the moment, and yeah, been given a load of a, a load of usage. But what else? They've, they've really struggled with anything off the bounce there. Yeah. Over like literally, literally. Yeah, they need uh, they need Jeff T back uh, and another creator. You'd imagine. But um, did you see the um, since we were last on the Celtics Denver game, the sort of Jamal Murray. Kyrie face off. Jamal Murray. That was a great game. They were kind of trading haymakers down the stretch uh, in that one, if you watched it. Um, yeah. Jamal Murray, some, a game I didn't know he had, some of the sort of off the dribble yeah. sort of finishes, like yeah. off the offhand and stuff. And, he's uh, smooth as well. He's really he is. smooth. He's big as well. So he's kind of a handful. He's like kind of bigger than Kyrie Irving. Kind of, they were really going at it. And, um, yeah, just. Funny as fucking. Obviously, if you followed the NBA, you've seen what happened. He went for fifty on the sort of yeah. last shot uh, when everyone had kind of stopped playing, and um, Carrie took offence, um, but just chucking the fucking ball into the crowd. I thought that's hilarious. Yeah, that's a f- whether you agree with it or not, it's fucking. It's piss funny. Yeah, just like. You know what? If you're going to do that, this is what I think to you. They should have just been laughing at him. It was hilarious. They should have just been mocking Jamal Murray, if you know what I mean. Like, there's a way where Jamal Murray does come off like a fucking number chasing idiot, if you know what I mean, in that. Like, you just wait till it's over and you're like, well, it's not really. I don't blame him essentially for going for the 50 because I'd have done it. Like, fuck it. Al Horford was stood in the fucking paint for about five seconds by the way so they yeah. could have they could have called it you know if you're gonna go by letter law call fucking that's what i mean though they don't know do they the game's they over so yeah so fuck it now if you're on 48 and you see no one's guarding you, I'm, I'm fucking shooting that shit I don't know. um but yeah can you imagine like in the premier league someone scored a hat trick and someone else grabbing hold of the ball just booting it fucking into the stand like, here's yeah. what i think if he game ball it just doesn't <laughs> and this is why the nba is so brilliant you know like <sighs> just the comedy fucking Stuff like that that goes on. It's uh, well, it is funny that, that Flat Earth for Kyrie is now the bastion of tradition. Twenty five grand as well, and, and long about. held, long held, uh, long held beliefs. If you yeah, know I mean. think, yeah, a bit of a joke. No, it? yeah, no, he does just like a petulant fool. But I thought it was quite funny. It was very entertaining. But um, yeah, that was a that was a cracking game. Boston have been interesting. He's kind of got going again, Kyrie. Now um, the uh, 
came in against the Suns was uh, a good one as well. Him and Devin Booker sort of went out down the stretch of the fourth quarter, uh, sort of trading baskets, and they he won in overtime. That was a weird game though. He was the he was the only starter to score in the first half against that Suns in that game. That's that's well, yeah. tough to do, isn't it? Yeah, like, that's a, that's an odd start. Yeah, it's a really weird. That's one. an odd start. Yeah, Boston is strange. They kind of their offense. They're Jason Tatum has sort of developed this weird. I don't know if he's been hanging around with Kobe Bryant loads in the summer or something, but he's just kind of doing this weird mid-range pull-up game that instead of sort of attacking the rim yeah. or just it's kind of all looks a bit slightly eggy. I don't know. It's not what you think. Terry Rozier apparently is not complaining about his role, but is complaining. Well, about he's, his com- role. He's, he's just and expressing he, his concern. He don't want to trade, but you know, it, it's. I'm like, open to the possibility. Yeah, I don't so. want to trade because I'm not allowed to say I want to trade. But we're, oh, but we are the one now talking about a trade. So. Yeah, it's funny. It's um, well, Phoenix. Once there's a lot of the teams that want it. Phoenix need a point card. Yeah, a lot of teams need a point card. Orlando definitely. Phoenix went from what three years ago with just like too many point guards <laughs> to, to now having a team with no point guards. Trading Dragic away and Eric Bledsoe and Isaiah Brandon Thomas, Knight and Brandon Isaiah Knight. Thomas getting it. Yeah, oh shit. Yeah, now we've got nothing. We've <laughs> got nothing. Yeah. No, it's been it's that's that's been quite funny watching watching that. But yeah, Phoenix, they're always quite funny, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, that was a good game. Did you see um, your Portland Blazers uh, CJ McCollum dealing against the against the Bucks? Uh, yeah. the other night? that was quite delightful. There's few yeah. better sights than there when uh, CJ uh, smells it, blood. CJ <laughs> in full flow. Yeah, he's good. Uh, it is a beautiful thing. Paul over uh, Dante Divincenzo. Yeah. He's played really well. Yeah, no, and puts his shot his, fearless put, lad. He's put Matthew Dillard over strictly on fucking China waiting list, and as far as books, yeah, yeah, depth yeah. shots concerned. No, but he's 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 one of the best rookies them, so far. Like, like oh, doing his role properly. Oh shit, this is oh, a different dear. level of yep. guard of blood. Oh no. Yeah, they were feeding him. Uh, yeah, he broke him, didn't he? Yeah, like, severely. One of them you're going to see at end of the season on kind of top ten crossovers. Yeah, kind of thing just. Oh. Groin, groin straight. Yeah. It was like it was one of them where half of you folds and the other half tries to kick it together, but it, oh, it literally tied himself in a knot. It was amazing. Yeah, it was a goodie. Um, he went off. Have you watched any of the um, VR in the last week or so? Did you see the Raptors Lakers? Uh, I watched a little bit of it. I watched um, a little bit of it. Just what? Yeah, just to see yeah. the sort of Lakers Ooh, defense. This was that lad. That lad Pascal Siankum's pretty good. Jesus, he's like a kind of supercharged Scotty Pippen. If his name was if his name was something different, that people would be way more on him. I think Jamal Davis. (laughs) People would be way more on him. If yeah, yeah, people would be people would be way more on him. I think, but yeah, Yeah. he's he's really really good. Yeah, that just that. Like I didn't realize what a good ball handler he was, and just Mm. like kind of pushing the brakes and stuff. You really see it on that VR because you get that sort of. NBA live angle of the court switches, sort of, yeah. from one end to this. You really see how rapidly they get on the break, but fucking hell, he's an, he's an athlete. They're, well, they they cut they cut away a lot less as well. Yeah. So, because there's not a lot of cutaways for av- adverts and yeah. stuff, so you get to watch a lot more. Like the whole presentation's more fluid, isn't it? Yeah, they. Um, so you can see a lot more of how people just approach huddles after the. Timeouts called yeah. if you know what I mean. Like it's it's not cutting off to Kenny quickly. No, um, but yeah, they're um, they're really quick on the break. They're like packing gazelles. Like, yeah, you know, Kyle Lowry kind of sets the tempo of kind of just being that really aggressive sort of two way player, and um, 
Kawhi Leonard didn't even play in that game. They absolutely handled the Lakers. I think they were like 42-17 after the first quarter. See, Barker, this was before the... See, LeBron just making the Barker look yeah, like LeBron didn't, didn't James. Try, yeah, yeah they, they, they basically... They just guarded him with anyone they didn't think But this was pre Tyson Chandler. That's why there wasn't. That's why that's why LeBron wasn't deep playing any yeah, day. He was yeah. only sulking. Uh, I think Ibaka went for 20 in the first LeBron's passive aggressive uh, on court petulant yeah, displays of like, I'll send a message. Um, yeah, the um, the commentator on uh, be honest, Julian. She's amazing. She's really good. She's she's a bit of a, like sort of Jeff Fangun, the, uh, <laughs> the sort of VR. She like just wades in like um, really funny. Just like the Lakers' defense is terrible, and uh, yeah, there's just yeah they they don't fuck about on there. And uh, the uh, the other guy on there was like uh, you know Lance Stevenson. He loves a low percentage shot and all this. They just tell it how it is. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, do yourself a favor, but I know we keep hopping on yeah. about the. NBA next VR, but get on it. It's really, really good. It really sort of changes the way you watch the game. Yeah, it's delightful. Thingy does a really weird thing, I noticed on there. Uh, Valentunis, he's got this... You, you spot these things because you obviously the, the cameras and, and above the, the glass, basket. Yeah, so yeah. You, when they're doing the free throws, you see all the weird habits they have. He has a thing where no matter who's taking the free throw, he has to go and touch the ball like, <laughs> with a referee kind of before and after everything. It's really strange. It's, that was it's one of DeAndre Jordan's weird. new weird ticks. Really? In his, in, in his proved thing. Yeah, he has, he has to go and touch the ball. Yeah. He like, fights with the refs and stuff for it. <laughs> well, you know, whatever works. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, but yeah, obviously, Valentunis, I don't know, gets him tuned into his rebounding or something. Fair uh, play to Valentunis. He's much derided, but he's managed to stay well, apart there. Well, they've kind of got that strange thing. Keeps ahead of like where other players of his size and game just disappear or don't. Yeah, he contributes. Yeah, I mean, no, he he's keeps on going, yeah. Ibaka's played really well this year as well. He's known for Tali Potapenko. Well, who is? <laughs> Come on to him later. <laughs> he's going to be featured. Uh, we'll have a small break. We'll be right back. Kamala Anthony, apparently today, um, he's holding his discussions with the Houston Rockets about over his role and uh, how uh, how he's going to fit to the team moving forward. Who's um, in, is he? Well, no. I mean, in, is he? nobody saw this coming, did, did they? Did he go like one of 11 the other night? I don't know. I think he I did. Mean, he scored two and went one of 11. He kind of brings the stink wherever he goes, doesn't he, it seems. I yeah. Mean, they're really, really struggling offensively. Like, <sighs> really badly. Like, no, no they're awful. They're awful. I mean, their defensive struggles were kind of we kind of highlighted yeah. on the earlier pod, but just the fucking scoring the ball. We've seen they've not cracked hundred points in the last four games. Which can you remember what days, their offense was? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> everyone in the league scoring like hundred and ten, and their offense was like. Well, this time last year they looked like the first. They yeah. looked like they were going to lick off one fifty if you know in oh. regular regulation, if you know what I mean. At some point, but. eighty nine against San Antonio, eighty against Oklahoma, <sighs> eighty five against Portland, eighty nine against Utah. I mean, that's some fucking nineteen ninety two Utah Jazz uh-huh. numbers. That's like Blue Edwards numbers. That is, 
Yeah, I mean, the only thing ninety six on the balls. Everyone puts hundred and thirty. Charlotte put hundred and twenty on Charlotte. Charlotte. So it's not just Cleveland put hundred on them last night. Yeah. I mean, Harden misses the Colin Sexton filled his boots against the Bulls. Everyone fills it. Yeah. You've seen Jabari Park. <laughs> Jesus. Which way do I go? What? What? <laughs> yeah. Um, um, I mean, this Jeff Bazelic we mentioned last week, he's apparently they brought him, he's coming back in, the defensive guy they lost, but I don't think he's more than that. I mean, Harden's just not the dominant player he was last year, is he, by any stretch? Yeah. He said he looked lardy. If you will, but, um, yeah, it's Chris Paul. Not any younger. It's just it's well, alarming. The well, the thing is, Chris Paul just gets less now. Yeah, he's he's of that. Yeah, age. a little. He's of that five age. minutes in a game where he, yeah. oh, all right, he can do that stuff. It's becoming less and where less he gets less and less and yeah. less and less. And to expect him to be doing it in November and then in April, it's just ridiculous. So you're not going to get that. And this is the thing with all the games they play. Like, I mean, ultimately, I don't think they're going to be as bad as this four and seven record at this point. No. Yes. Um, no. They, they probably will sort it out. But this messes with home court for for the playoffs at this point. Do you know they've not won a home game all season? I can believe that. That's frightening. I can believe that. Yeah. I mean, and they, that's the opposite of Philly, didn't they? Don't they not won an away game? I'm not sure. I think they've won all their home and none of their away games. Shit, the twats still letting fireworks off. What are we now? A week after. Fucking week after, dickheads. Um, yeah, so it's not panic button, but mm. it's not it's... panic button, but like it's you know you know Daryl Morey's trying to well the West we already know Jimmy Butler well, he's definitely not. trying to trade something somewhere. Yeah, I mean there's definitely. I mean they they can wave Carmelo and bloody minimum. So, yeah, you know, that's by the by just. But James Ennis hasn't looked like anything approaching what Trevor Reza gave him. You know, he's, yeah. They've just, the depth of guards really thin uh, as well. Just Michael Cott Williams is basically. Rubbish? They, yeah, they've realised. rubbish? I, I never understood that one at the time. He's, he's just rubbish. And I don't know. There was a load of evidence to show how rubbish. How <laughs> with the rotation. Yeah, yeah. like there was, like, there was no. Yeah, there was no. It wasn't up for debate or anything. No, you could no. you could see if you know what I mean. This is like wondering what Anthony Bennett would be like what sort of forward for you. Analytical statistic measure that it was that jumped out of them and thought, right, he's he's got so he's going to provide some value. Yeah, it's strange. I don't know. I don't know. I think I think maybe there's not so much of that there. I don't know. It just it yeah, Houston. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I said the West so fucking it's a bloodbath. You don't. You can't afford to get in like a ten-game behind hole at this point. I don't know. Well, yeah, no, that's what I mean. This starts to mess with their chances of getting a home court. Yeah. Later on and stuff like you've got to get it going soon. Yeah. But the... you never know. Look, look at Miami the other year where they were like what fucking thirty-one and ten, and then went ten and thirty-one. They're struggling with injuries as well this year. They kind of win one, lose one, win one, lose one, someone gets injured. And, Miami, yeah, it's fucking yeah. tossing the season off on the Dwayne yeah. Wade. Fucking um, the Warriors lost to the Bucks um, without Draymond Green. Um, the Bucks have been flying, obviously. Mm. Um, Steph Curry left that game in the third quarter, but um, they look pretty dominant again. Uh, yeah, walking just all the way through, though, to be fair. Yeah, from start um, to finish, pretty much. And then and they lost the uh, close one to the Clippers uh, last night. Lou yeah. Will, did you see that? Yeah, that was a typical Lou Will. Typical Lou Williams. It's a little circus shot in there, but um, yeah, keep doing it. 
keep doing it, they will. Um, oh, they will. His little, his little LA home. Yeah. You see those jerseys that kind of Olympic. Ex- don't like it. You know. Yeah. Don't kinda... like it. It looks like it should be a Sixers one or a, or a Detroit Pistons one or something. Like it just doesn't feel right that colorway for them. Yeah. It's not. It's not a good one for the. Which the uh, which rookies have impressed you most so far this season? Uh, like Donkic looks legit. Like whenever Dallas win, he looks like their best player. Yeah, Donkic. Um, I've seen an inordinately large amount of the Spurs, and uh, Marvin Bagley doesn't look bad. Son, uh, the, you mean the King? Uh, the King, sorry, the yeah, Kings, yeah. yeah. The Kings. I watched the uh, quite a bit of that Lakers game, Kings game last night. Nice look with that all black with a lion in the front court. Yeah, Fox is frisky. He's really good. He's really quick. He's made a massive. Yeah. Oof, this he year. looks kind of Kemba, Kemba Walker esque when he kind of made that. Yeah. Kind of, just he oof. So quick. Yeah, he's um, just he's really really fast, and he's got a three on him. He's got a good sideways move. The on King's uh, commentator uh, refers to that little uh, hesitation dribble he does as the fox trot. The fox trot, yes, I like that. <laughs> Bit rude, well, Thank you, no, dear. I, I like that. I like that. Good. It's effective. Yeah, that hesitation dribble Workman he's got. Like, there. Yeah, yeah. He's proper life. Yeah, yeah, he just he's goes. Gone. Yeah, yeah, he's he's, he's really really good. Yeah. Will he call these Steins actually? Well, he's play. benefiting from him yeah. sort of growth because I mean, he's a bit of a rim runner. He's mm. a, well, he's very route one, isn't but he? He seems to know that now. Yeah, yeah and be just, comfortable with that yeah, role. He's got a little bit of a sort of you know ten foot jump shot yeah. or whatever. Um, but yeah, they're um, yeah they're interesting. They are. They are. When Vladi was saying that stuff about their good young core, and people were just scoffing him. People are looking now and be like, oh wait a minute, I actually. Oh, wait yeah. a minute. They've got a lot of players who don't get minutes. I mean, Zach, yeah. Ra- Zach Randolph's not even... Zach Randolph's not getting any minutes, but your man Shumpert's been all right but for them yeah. too. I mean, kind of. you look at the teams they've beaten, there's no great scalps by any stretch. I mean, they beat the Thunder early on, they beat the Greers, uh, but I mean, Minnesota, you just don't know what you're going to get. But what were their over-under? They're probably 30% of the way there. Aren't yeah, they? and they're 7-6, so they're over 500. You imagine some regression is coming. Yeah, but, um, of course, of but course. But it, that's not what based on what they were projected. Yeah, yeah, improving these young players and stuff. And Fox looks like a legit player. Like, he looks miles away from the player we saw last year. Really. Yeah, he looks like uh, he's start. He's comfortable in the league now. If you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, Buddy like Hill looks a lot better. Um, like, you forget a lot of these guys are so fucking young, aren't they? Yeah, and they come in. It's like you just you know they get silly, instantly written off, don't. Costa Cooper's nice to see him out there, shining yeah. and grinding. Shining and grinding. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, they're interesting. Sacramento. Yeah. Bogdanovich, um, he's good for them. Yeah, they're a good, they're a good, good team. They seem um, to find their rotation as well. Like, yeah, they've got like a what they seem to know what they're doing. They're quite fast. They're young. Yeah, they remind me of Brooklyn in a way. They kind of play. Hard. Yeah, I mean Brooklyn have been a bit more established. Well, not established, but kind of their roster's been a bit more set, hasn't it? But um, they've really sort of been playing hard. They. Kind of had that win at Denver uh, on the road. Uh, that's a decent yeah. win for you know Brooklyn, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, no, it is. Um, Karis Levert is obviously playing really well. Was that one no? Joe Kitch hardly took any shots. He took. Was it that was that only took one shot? Or at the very end. Yeah. Um, that's what, what's strange. going on there? I don't think it was that game. Yeah. Um, hang on, but there is a game in the last week or so. He where took one shot, and it was the three pointer at the end. Like, what's going on there? I'll tell you which one it was. It was the Grizzlies sort of... game. They lost to the Grizzlies, eighty-nine, eighty-seven. Well, that's why you're losing because you took Joe one Kitch shot. taking yeah. one shot. It's very strange, isn't it? It's very Wilt Chamberlain-esque, isn't it? Like kind of decide, I will not shoot this game. Well, to go from know. to go from a triple double that was like what it was. Well, he's like sixteen to... assists, and then in the next game he scored thirty-seven. Yeah, that's when they lost to Brooklyn. The next yeah, 
So you've gone from 37th. So you watch it. I mean, what's going on there, though? If you know what I mean, that doesn't. Something's gone on. And yeah, that doesn't bode well. No. He's basically refusing to shoot. Yeah, strange. There's a little lad at my uh, son's basketball practice on Friday out with a Jokic jersey on. Random. <laughs> No this kid was fucking good as well. Yeah. Long blonde hair was chucking him in from like 15 feet, about seven years old. I nugget little. Blonde, got little, little golden nugget. Um, <sighs> they kind of beat Boston, didn't they? Uh, and, uh, and Utah. And then, yeah, you lose two to Grizzlies in the Brooklyn Nets. It's kind yeah. of very Denver-esque, isn't it? It's yeah. I'm not sure what's going like on it. with them at no. the moment. But that, that yeah, 37 one night. No yeah. No shots at all the day before. That tells a story of... Well, it does, it's never a positive story that's telling, is nah, it? Nah, nah. See, Hassan, Fa- Hassan Whiteside finally got his assist. Yeah. And got two of the game after. He's got mental assists. Uh, he had three. Had a, big, had a couple of big nights, didn't he? Yeah, about sort of 29. Of, lots of rebounds. 12 and like nine blocks. Yeah, yeah, that was the one with nine blocks. Yeah, he's a strange player. Yeah. I always find it fascinating how people massively, it, it's like, it's one of those things that like people massively overvalue a block. Yeah, because it can kind of be a highlight play, can't it? When, mm. Whether it comes in the sort of scheme of your defense or not. It's, yeah. it's a gambler's play, isn't it? Yeah. A lot of the time. But ultimately, ultimately, it, in terms of its its actual effect on the game, it's a missed shot. Well, it depends if, if you're... You know what I mean? It's a turnover. You're like Hakeem Olajuwon or Tim Duncan, where you sign a block it and you usually knock it into... You grab it or you put it down to the ground or into mm. one of your players' kind of hands. It's... Very beneficial, but if you remember every block Sean Kemp ever had, it always went into fifth row yeah. fucking stands. So it's essentially just yeah. a waste of time. Well, well, even then, just, even yeah. then, like it, it doesn't—you don't get any points for it or anything. No. It is it, like, like in the way people people undervalue like piss poor shooting percentage. Like if 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 Carmelo Anthony shoots one of eleven, then he might as well just give them the ball ten times. Right. If you know what I mean, like that's that's what he's doing. People undervalue it's the opportunity cost. Isn't if it? if he'd had the ball stripped from his hands ten times, people would be like, "What the fuck is he even doing in the league? He can't hold the ball." But it's exactly the same instance. And I always think we really overvalue. Yeah, like a block. I it's mean, a very hollow. Stuff. It can be a momentum turner, and it can get fans going and out of their seats and stuff. It's like a block. It's a defensive dunk, isn't it? Basically, but and, like really for what it has, it doesn't really have. Been a whole raft of uh, these new city jerseys. Yep. Uh, yep. And new court designs this week. Uh, what popped out? Miami won. They did yeah. it. They did it with a black, with black, with a Miami colors. Black, Miami Vice. With a Miami Vice, and they did the court as I well. Like, the court was fantastic. They should just do that. They, they should just uh, stay that way. That should be their brand. I get the whole like, oh, it's like fire and heat with the colors, but no, just stay with that Miami the Vice. The court thing. was brilliant. The with the sort of two colors neon. on the base. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Neon, that it, looked fucking. It was amazing. Really they won. They yeah. won, and they've all they all wore crazy I like, like custom kicks. Carried away as everyone else is with it. I think it's cool. It's Miami Vice. It's kind of I hilarious. think it's sick. Oh, we got, Miami Vice is not my favorite program. Me neither. As a kid. Yeah, it was like, you watched it back. It's crap. Oh, it's terrible. It's yeah. a terrible At show. At the time when you yeah. were like eight, it was yeah. like Miami Vice, the fucking music, the Yan Hammer. The speed <laughs> yeah, but I wanted to be fucking Crockett. And then I was like eight years old. I didn't. Yeah. I just like, watched Hugo the, Boss suits. Watched the beginning suits. and then done. I was done. Asleep two minutes in. Yeah. Edward James Alamos wasn't keeping me awake at that time. 
But, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, social media's got really carried away with that one. Um, oh, I think, I, I think I like that's it. a winner. It's all right. It's not, I I'm think not, that's a winner. Still think the Philly one's my favourite stuff. Just for the simplicity of the stars and the kind of old school look of it. I really like it. Just look. Yeah, that, that's an all right one. But, I mean, what what about the Miami one is I think, like, they should literally just have that as their branding yeah. moving forward, if you know what I mean. That that's... They're not allowed to, are they, though? This is the thing with these things. Like, apparently Utah had to get special dispensation just to have that, you know, the Rockies yeah. again. Really? Like, oh, yeah, you're only having these for one year. And they had to be like, no, he's so popular, we want right, it again this year. in the contract, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so Nike are like, they just want to churn Dumb enough to, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, why put a limit on it? But apparently, yeah, they had to be like, beg the fucking NBA Nike to have it again this year, kind of thing, which is strange, but... Well, then you have it in the store, so what, what's, what's the point? And just on Utah, they um, had a rocky sign. Mitchell missed a few games, but um, mm. Joe Ingles went off. Joe Ingles been going off, yeah, I was about yeah. to say. Joe Ingles is benefiting Joe. from their being not very good. One of our favourites. Uh, no, they're really struggling, aren't they? But yeah, that, that was a great win against um, Boston uh, in Golden Hayward's return. Lots of angry white men in Utah, by Lots the way. Angry- Who'd have, who'd have funk it? Who'd yeah, have funk it? Boo this guy who's been injured in a bit. Like, boo, you f- yeah, really? Just, yeah, I don't, where's that come from? I mean, well, let's just go down a whole fucking rabbit hole. That's around. what they're known for, isn't it? Why the Utah Trump fans. gets elected and stuff. The uh, Utah fans are known for that shit. Yeah, particularly for They're particularly, a, a, like. and I think they're known for being a particularly sort of yes. spiteful bunch. Yeah. As well, I think, I think there was a thing where Gordon played up to it beforehand, although said like, "Look, I want to say before, like, I know it was going to be rough, but it meant a lot and all this stuff." Yeah. And then, yeah, bring it. Some of the criticism there as well. Read on the Twitter, like people, are, oh, he's averaging only this many points for like this thirty million hits. Like, Rocky's fucking literally His ankle nearly came off. His ankle Oh, anybody can can bear any kind of enmity towards Gordon. Like, Gordon Haywood, who. Like the guy still looks frightened to fucking. Just look jump. at his Instagram like, as well for like for like twenty minutes. If you just just spend like two minutes scrolling, he looks like a nice bloke. Well, if you know what I mean. I've heard just... a few rumors about you know his political leanings and whatnot, but that's by the by. But um, you know, seems like a genuinely lovely. I don't guy. wish him like ill, Ill at work. Home. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't wish him ill at work. Him. Yeah, savage booing. Like, how dare you not want to sort of Stay wear the in... uniform of the city? I'm. <laughs> I yeah. Can't walk. Uh, I don't know. Well, that's it, though, isn't it? That's that's one of the problems with the localism of it. Stop all. doing your job. People think it's, but then, yeah. you know what I mean. Like two weeks later, if if Gordon Hay would have been like, "Nope, I refuse to be traded," if they wanted to trade him, they'd have been like, "Fucking get, 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 get. like sports they fans to just boy him off with that contract." Yeah, that sports fans just shouldn't be really listened to. <laughs> I don't know anyone can get that angry just to over a, another human being doing, their doing job. a job. Yeah, it's very strange. Uh, but yeah, they're on the road now as well for like five games. So they Oof. need to kind of get their act together Oof. a little bit. And quick, it's to be honest. Philly and Boston and Indiana as well. It's not cakewalk. Well, know, to, to be honest, as it stands, Utah and Portland are having the, the, the reverse of what I thought was going to yeah, happen. Yeah, kind of. If you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah. I think Utah will be all right. Kind of too good. Too. At some point, at some point though, you have to be like, right. Let's start looking like, Second seed. I think at this point, last year they were probably in a worse position, mm. though, if you think about it. But um, I don't know. Um, yeah, talking about your Blazers, um, played well, but l- you've lost games to like shit teams as yeah. well. Like, losing to the Lakers at home. Yeah, losing to the Lakers still, at home. That uh, was a bad one. Yeah. Brandon Ingram clocking himself on a cameraman felt calm. <laughs> really? I didn't good, see yeah. that. Yeah. 
Under the basket, you sort of dive forward, yeah. tumble head first into course, a camera. So. You've got the Celtics tonight, which I might watch actually. It's on VR. Yeah. So uh, I'm, uh, I'm off work tomorrow, so I might um, set the old alarm clock and uh, get up for a bit of that. Oh, I wish I was. Um, but then you're on the road for six games. Um, some West Coast, Lakers, Wolves, Wizards, Knicks, Bucks, Warriors. Wizards. So Wizards. you kind of... Wizards. Wizards, yeah. Well, Wizards. I, I refuse to What's the opposite of magic? <laughs> what do you call a wizard? They're, they're like, oh, they're, yeah, the someone's pulled the curtain back and it's just Scott Brooks sat on a little stool. Good. I've got no idea. Uh, what? Yeah. I don't want to Wizards. Um, so you, they're, yeah, they're really, really bad, though. Like they're, they're not really good. They're bad. Not good. They're it's not staggeringly good. how, how you see, bad they uh, are. Dwight Howard's eighteen-foot uh, jump shot, which basically like the, the, side, the, of the side, side of the glass, <laughs> the side of the glass. Well, that was fantastic. Yes, um, yes, Dwight. Yeah, I'd have just be like, Dwight's got to get his shots up. Dwight's got to get his shots up. Um, yeah, you should kind of win a few of them, but yeah, Milwaukee and Golden State on the road. I think. Mm. Okay, well, okay. I think Dame's gonna have his eye on that Lakers game for like. A bit of like uh, show out here. I don't yeah, know. I, I enjoyed um, watching the Portland and the Clippers the other day. Dame just kept getting Shea Gilgeous yeah. Alexander on him, and he just fucking bounced him off picks over and over, and like he beat the fuck out of him. Off, it was one like, of them. mind control off Joseph. A bit it was like just smashing uh, him into <laughs> smashing him into. It was a bit a like Nurkic. CJ with. Dante, <laughs> yeah. you've got a rookie and you realise he's just completely all at sea. Just oblivious to this. And, uh, he yeah. was so locked he's into day, we just couldn't <laughs> see. Just running him straight Ramming into him. Ramming into pigs, yeah. He was. Uh, oh, just mind controlling him. Just zoom. Yeah. It was sick. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, no, he's, he's going to be a good player. He's going to be all right. Yeah, the Clippers are interesting as well. The kind of rotation changes from game to game. Like Boban will have like a three-game stretch where he starts and then He'll just not play them in certain matchups and call time coming and stuff. But they've been winning games, you know. They're quite good to watch as well. Yeah, they are. They're quite they fun. fun. They're really deep. That's the thing. It's well, I, I think a lot of it is, to be honest, built around uh, the, the the ephemeral and mercurial uh, shooting of Danilo Gallinari. Yeah. And whether his ligaments and tendons can yeah. hold, or how long they can hold up. I think once once he goes down, which he inevitably will, it gets a bit diff- more difficult. Yeah, well, a lot the, more difficult. They've got them. the Warriors on Monday night, and I don't, I don't know, we'll see if Draymond and Steph Curry are back. But, um, uh, yeah, Sartorio Corner, yeah, we kind of deviated from. Um, yeah, anything else apart from Miami? And uh, what do you think the Nuggets kind of recreation of the. Skyline the rainbow thing. one. Yeah. I think it, it kind of looks all right, but it's... like the weird lining on it means it kind of looks a bit washed out. Yeah. I wonder what it'll look like when it's actually on. It could have been executed play. a lot better. It could have been executed a lot better. Right didn't like the blue ones. No. They had on the other night. No, no, no. They just look like a training jersey, don't they? Yeah. Well, it, it was like. I can see what they're trying to do. It's the colorway from the classic rainbow. It's like one, an ABA. But they, jersey they just didn't book. do the classic no. rainbow one bright. Like. That weird lighting they have on the court and shit throws me mm. as well um it's an odd branding one it is uh the nets and the uh the biggie inspired kooji trim i like those you like that yep that's yeah that's it's nice definitely one of the more original ones it's on it's along lines with a purple rain one isn't it yeah yeah it's along of, those sort of lines well they're kind of just clutching at straws for the things they can bring into it at this point aren't they like where can we go with this like, yeah biggie represents brooke i think eric hayes the if you know your hip-hop logos and graffiti uh he was, he was the guy I think they charged to do that. Yeah. He came up with the 
quite Route 1, isn't it? Yeah. Kilgy Squares, which were horrific. Yeah, yeah. He's not wearing one, but... There's no white British male who can wear a Kilgy Sweater and get away with it. It it is a nice jersey, though. the look of a man of a particular build. Yeah. um, It is a nice jersey. Yeah. I don't mind it. It's kind of... Yeah, it is what it is. I guess. I like the the Detroit one that looks like a Ford with the two stripes. Oh, right. kind of it's grey with like it looks like a you know like a Mustang yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. the I'm, two stripes. That's generally, been right. quite disappointed with most of them though. I don't know, like, out of the thirty, there's probably like three or four that I really like. I yeah, know. the Bulls are just the wrong. I don't like that colorway the of the black with the stars. And white. Yeah, like the yeah, they wore Illinois night, flag they? one. Yeah, yeah, um, they kind of did a similar thing last year. Um, I noticed no, um, Marcus Morris is he's obviously had a child who he's called Marcus Morris, so he's wearing Marcus Morris Senior. I wondered what that was. I saw yeah. I saw Morris something on his jersey and was like, "What's that saying?" No, yeah, really, is this where we're going with this? <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, I don't know. It's, no one's going to get con- no one's confusing no one's confusing you, you with your yeah, yeah, yeah like so no one's confusing you. you. Probably just I don't know. It's You're all right. A very strange one. Just don't worry about that in fifteen years, Marcus, mate. The, the I always what? thought I always thought quite an egotistical thing to do. It is very. Yeah. What would be the best name in the world to give my son? Doesn't strike, my name doesn't strike me as a bloke who uh, is know, lacking for ego. <laughs> lacking for ego. No, Either no. He does. He does seem like he's got. He's got a, a fair bit to spare. Yeah. You uh, have to. to be played like, well this basketball. season. To be fair to him, he's, he's a really important part of that. Massive. Celtics. He's an underrated him. part of that. Celtics. Yeah. Yeah. Massive three in that Phoenix game, which is kind of. Send it to overtime. Yeah, he's he's clutch. When when him and Marcus Smart are on the floor, they don't, yeah. they don't get bullied. No. If you know what I mean, they're yeah. he's he struggled with his shot this year. But um, Marv Albert's really losing his voice. Yeah, the TNT uh, commentary. Um, I think he could be on borrowed time. Oh, Marvy. I think I think it's it, yeah. He's getting a bit old yeah. man to be the sort of you know the main commentator. Grant Hill's definitely better than Chris Webber though. They had him on this week. Yeah, yeah. yeah Grant Hill's just nice smart. Player. Well, he's just not as annoying as Chris Webber. He thinks shouting. He's gone down that Stephen he's more A. Smith eloquent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, if I shout, it, or if I shout, yeah. so that makes. I'll it just better. say things emphatically, yeah. over and over again, over and over again, and then maybe people will forget that timeout that like timeout. I noticed the uh, few more players have stopped wearing these bandanas, which uh, Drew Holiday wore. Uh, yes, he started. Really, yeah, really. that's become a thing. Damian leaves. Steph Curry's brother-in-law who's called up from the Warriors uh, G League team. He's wearing one. Montres Harrell's wearing one. Well. Yeah. Like a white kind of bandana. Ah, uh, okay. Very strange. A strange look. But, you know, uh-huh. whatever works. Whatever works, yeah. it's tutorially. Yes. Um, have you seen this? Uh, we don't really watch college basketball because of this Zion Williamson kid. Yeah. Who, uh, looks like a man-child <laughs> in college. He's like a bit of a beast. Yeah. But... Um, hmm. Yeah, can he actually shoot a basketball from fifteen feet? I don't know. Um, I don't really watch enough, but um, I would say I would you can say see this: the, the tanking might be in lads of that. Well, I I would also say <sighs> I'm always a bit iffy about blokes who are just that sort of well built and athletic. I don't know. LeBron was, and it's not done any harm, but I don't know. Mm, there is a, a, a yeah. I'm, I'm just, he's a bit it's like six foot seven or something and heavier. He looks a fucking handful. Man. Yes, he looks like a proper handful, but. Also, I'd just be worried about them knees and ankles. Mm. Long term. Looks kind of too big, doesn't he? Mm. Long he's term. been that big since he was like 14 this year. Apparently. Yeah, but, but you know, it's bones, like You get bone. down that Lenny Cook territory or yeah. whatever. Bones, bone, ligaments, ligaments. Nobody's got super yeah. materials. So 
College basketball confuses me. Also, yeah, I fucking hate looking at that stuff. Yeah, it's, you don't know what you're watching. It's kind of weird. Yeah. yeah. To be honest, I don't really don't get it. I think that would be the route for somebody who doesn't. You think going to the G League could be the, the way forward out of high school. Mm. 120 grand a year you can get paid now. Oh. Yeah, you'd probably get more in backhand as a future Jew. I don't know. Not that for a minute we're suggesting Marshasevsky... Oh yeah, I'm suggesting well, all that stuff. Yeah, of course they can't get paid for that shit, innit? Escalades. <laughs> Forty grand in an Escalade. Wasn't that it? And Jalen Mills at the time. Um anything else? League wise? Uh, no, not really at the minute. It's like like how it's shaping up. I like how we're going. Yeah, the West just jockeying. The shakedown. It's gonna be interesting. I think yeah. Houston's the most interesting thing at this point, just how that's gonna pan out. Well, that and the Sixers. That and the Sixers now. Yeah, the Sixers starting lineup. Oh, that's been it. And the Lakers are still really intrigued because they've not they really just... beat anyone good, and that's just the thing. It's people keep getting a bit carried away. Now, you know, yeah. Now they got Tyson Chandler. Now he's been tipping balance anyway since Dallas won the title. Isn't it? Kind of find that quite amusing. Isn't it? Is it? Is it 2012 again? Like... Yeah. No, I might like Tyson Chandler, but you know, it's me too. Me too. Let's settle down. Me too. Um, was he drafted before or after Eddie Curry? I mean, they, they beat your Blazers. Um, You're right. You said that three times now. And they beat Denver in that game. Other than that, fuck off. They've not beaten anyone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, can we get a meaningful win uh, at some point? I'm not sure. I don't know. They're going to look better with another centre. Yeah. And that's what Tyson Chandler is. Because JaVale McGee was looking fucking... Oh, he's played like well the second best player. Yeah, yeah. Um, right, we'll be right back. We're back. It's time once again to open the gates. To the Clarence Weatherspoon Hall of Fame. I forgot combination, to be honest. It's been a while, but um, yeah. Found key that back at City. One we've been looking forward to. Yes. Very much so. And uh, a player who's kind of a basis of uh, our friendship, really. Yeah. Uh, we kind of uh, broke bread and enjoyed a beer over a mutual admiration and uh, respect uh, for one certain Sean Travis Kent. Mine was a love. <laughs> Mine was a love. Mine was a deep, deep love. Mine was, that's, yes, yes. He was very much uh, part of my, yeah, just what got me more and more into the NBA. When, I, when, I, when I was a kid, it was like the screen sports. It was Michael Jordan that, that got, it was Michael Jordan that got basketball on television where I would see it, if you know what I mean. It was Michael Jordan that got me to watch basketball through a playoffs, if you know what I mean. And And then it was Sean Kemp and the Sonics, which, Got me here now, if you know what I mean. Like that, kids. That was the, that was the. They were my team. That well, yeah. If you team. if you listen to the podcast or as you know, Gav was <sighs> a big Sonics fan, and yeah, that was your team. That is why. Uh, but yeah, Sean Kemp was like, he was an NBA action staple, wasn't he back then? Like, yeah. The early nineties, if you had sort of satellite TV, he was kind of like really at the forefront of just every sort of marketing campaign advert and just any yeah. sort of highlights. It was him sort of catching an alley from Gary Payton and 
that's how they ended the adverts. The, co- yeah. the I love this game compilations or yeah. something. It was always. And when the sort of NBA got launched on Channel 4 in Britain as well, he was kind of that era, wasn't it, as well? Was yeah. Kind of him when the, they met the Bulls in the finals and stuff. He was all. He was kind of all a marquee player as well, wasn't he? Very marketable. He was an. He was an. He was just. Yeah. A perennial all star, I guess, don't Yeah, so. Yeah, group. He's, if you're not familiar with kind of. His upbringing, his story. He grew up with like leg braces on. Leg he? braces, yeah. yeah, leg braces. Um, but I guess, didn't he say he was like six foot four at like eleven? Or yeah, he's like, kind of had like growth and development issues and stuff, and yeah, leg brace. Um, but yeah, by the time he was twelve, he was six foot four apparently, and dunking. <laughs> uh, literally, yeah, if you watch any of his <laughs> high school footage, it's just ridiculous. A man against very small <laughs> he boys. He looks like it's, a, yeah. someone's dad. Next is Simon Williams, and you look like Pee Wee Herman. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of Brian Glover in Kez. <laughs> <laughs> just charging around. I'm Bobby Charles. Yeah. Just, oh, just great to get a Brian Glover mention. You've got to get another. one in, isn't it? There you go. Fantastic. But yeah, he was kind of, yeah, just a man child. And if you've seen that, uh, there's a highlights on YouTube of the McDonald's All American game. Uh, where he kind of rips a rebound down and goes coast to coast. Uh, some foul lads are foul and just takes off a foul lad. Yeah. Don't think Vital just loses his shit. Uh, he's like, Are you serious? Are you for real? That's a superstar play. Just like, absolutely. Like, wow, this fucking yes. kid. Um, yeah, he's just next level athlete. Um, Insanely good. He, I think he, yeah, his can, whole game was athleticism. Yeah, and just that handling the ball as well, that sort of rip and run thing, which. I yeah, it was quite new back then, really, for someone like his height, you know, six ten or whatever. Um, he committed to play at Kentucky. I think academically he didn't qualify. Um, it's a bit of scandal and stuff, and he ended up sort of going to junior college and never playing. Um, and yeah, just jumped to the decided to uh, apply for the NBA draft at nineteen, I think. Yeah, so it was nineteen of, when he was first in yeah, the league. Yeah, yeah, so it was first year. First guy since sort of Moses Malone, really, to sort of jump. The NBA, um, it's kind of unheard of at the time. This was, you know, before you saw he was the one that really started it. it was well, this is 89, so yeah, way before Kevin Garnett, yeah, stuff like that. It was six years, but without Kevin, without Sean Kevin, that yeah. one, there'd been no Rashad Lewis, yeah. So, yeah, he got to, I think, 17th by ACL. So, a lot of teams passed on him, a lot of teams whiffed. Um, like another, I think it was a year hard away, he got drafted by Golden State, a couple of picks ahead of him, but. Like the balls pick like Stacey King, like <laughs> Purvis Hellison, like Moppy, you know, a lot Never of nervous teams, Purvis. Like, yeah, <laughs> really whiffed. Um, and Seattle sort of took a chance on him, and it looked quite ropey. So if he looked sort of kind of the old footage, he was raw, really raw. Yeah, like dribbling ball off his foot and stuff, and um, kind of just yeah, being from sort of small town boy from Indiana, jump into sort of a major city and. You know, being responsible for yourself at nineteen. It was uh, it's harder in those days as well. Yeah, exactly. When when you know when even in practice that your own teammates elbowing you in the jaw constantly yeah. and stuff. Think, if you know, uh, what I mean, like this is kind of quite a veteran team, like you know Michael Cage and uh, I think Xavier McDaniel took it under his wing yep. uh, a little bit and um, kind of you know tried to show him how to be a pro and stuff. So he kind of he rode the bench quite a bit, really early doors, but. Um, his his first ever dunk in the NBA is probably one of my favourite dunks of all time. Yeah, it was the um, it's the down the lane reverse one on the yeah, Knicks, and the isn't Knicks, it? Like yeah. Behind the head. I think Mark Jackson's sort of top of the key was 
But he kind of comes down the line, takes a double pump, and just jams on behind his head on Kenny Walker. Uh, Kenny Skywalker. That was his first dunk in the NBA. <sighs> Fucking hell. Apparently, like, McDaniel, that was the game uh, where Kim and Xavier McDaniel had a fight with Charles Oakley. They kind of went into, like, a couple of rows up and stuff. That was <laughs> the same game. Oh, wait. Apparently, Xavier McDaniel came running out of the locker room. It was just like, yeah, <laughs> baby boy, yeah, <laughs> fucking show. <laughs> but, yeah, what? What a fucking, that was like NBA action, like top yeah. 10 player, I can remember it. Yeah, no, you Google any highlights of, of Sean Kemp now. You type into YouTube, if you see top 10 Sean Kemp dunks, it's yeah. one of them. Apparently the ref called a TV timeout because they were just like, fucking hell, what was that? What was that? But yeah, that was like, and after that he was off. It was just kind of blocking balls into stands. Uh, they they drafted Peyton. Peyton they, next year. Uh, the year after, so it was just and like. And that was it. Ali was galore. He was like, wow, I found the perfect kind of forward just to suit my running gunning yeah. style. And no, they both found the perfect sort of foil for each other. Yeah, George Call, obviously the coach by then. And um, yeah, they were kind of a tough defensive team um, and just liked to get out of run. It was, they would, obviously, why you became a Sonics fan. Yeah, so no, that, well, was, I love that. Too. Yeah, yeah, it it was, was so much fun it to was watch. It was everything. That classic jersey. Yeah, classic everything about jersey, it. That classic all the boxes colorway, you yeah, want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything about it. They weren't on much, I remember as well. And like when you saw footage of them, it was like from the local broadcaster. So, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. so it looked like they were further away, if you know uh, what I mean. I forgot what his name is, the guy who nicknamed him the Rain Man. Um, it was, yeah, the uh, footage was always sort of grainier. So it always looked. Oh, Kevin Calabro, who was there, yeah, sort yeah. of commentator, he named it, he nicknamed him the Rain Man, didn't he? Yeah, it always looked amazing. This alien team or something. Yeah, like they were just from way, way further away. Yeah. That was like when I was like, where the where the fuck is the Seattle place? If you know what I mean. I, I like the alliteration, the Seattle Supersonics, like the logo. It's like everything about it's completely that. Completely out there, wasn't yeah. it? Everything about that just, just spoke to me as a kid. As and kind of, yeah, as a kid who was into kind of counterculture and whatever. That was like, just my just team. Like, yeah, if yeah. you know what I mean? Like I just I knew that was my team. Kind of the Blazers now in a way, it's kind of thing. I just yeah. knew that was my team. Like, but yeah, just that every other month for these first few years, it was just ridiculous dongs. It was the um, sort of Lister Blister. The Lister Blister. Golden State. It still looks playoffs. like a travel though. When I watch it. it looks like a carry. Yeah. Fix um, that up because he, he does that cradle in it. But yeah, I was a Warriors fan back then because I remember watching the highlights of this series and then he had another one in there. We dunked on Chris Gatlin. Chris Gatlin has to, has to high five him. <laughs> Chris Gatlin has to shake his hand. Has he's to give like, him that. He just looks at him and he's like, He's like, I can't come. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what can I say? Yeah, that was the thing where you did the, the list of blister ones where he pointed. Points at the blister was on his back. Yeah, yeah. He's on his um, back. He rinsed him out. And there was that other one against, in that same Warriors series, I think it was. Some with the, the, the beat massive the alley oop. It was the, the huge one where off. Peyton, yeah, Peyton throws it up and. Uh, he catches it almost horizontally. And that's when Kevin Calabria goes, the Rayman is strong. Yeah, and he swings and, uh, and then he runs swings off. Round and he runs off. Arms, arms. Just arms. iconic moment. That was his coming out party. I yeah. Think, that Warriors series. Um, it was just like shit. That's one uh, of my favorite series. I can watch those. I still watch those games. You can yeah. get them on YouTube. Marshall Onis going off for the Warriors yeah. and stuff. Like, yeah, that's still, that's my favorite era. Basketballer. Yeah, I think it was like the 93. Uh, they beat uh, on He really went up a length. Elajuan really played him well. Like, he guarded Elajuan, yeah, like, sort of defensively and stuff, and just gave him all the good handle. And um, he's kind of spoke about that. Well, he was. That was the other thing as well, isn't that he was. Um, he was a really good power forward. 
well, almost a centre, basically. Well, yeah, he, he kind of he was right a centre when he basket, came in the league. Yeah, you know yeah. What I mean? And he was. We had no outside this shot, right really, did Yeah, he? he had a so. weird crooked right elbow. Yeah, it was broken. Right out at right yeah, angle. it was really broken. Like, yeah, Markel Fultzish. Why well, his career didn't really last long, really. And then, uh, but like under the basket, he had a really good double pump up and under, fake him oh, out. Oh, he game. had all the like, moves, he, yeah. Was, he was so quick, wasn't he? And his footwork was really good. So. That, that, lean back, like in those post up, classic post up days, if you know yeah. what I mean. He was he was really really good in the low post. And um, it wasn't all just yeah running and alley oop. No, he was a quite quite a smart player. Really, in a way, he was um, you know. Well, in that in that we learned really quickly. Yeah, yeah you know I mean? in the ninety six finals, he should have been MVP. Um, but that ninety three, yeah, they beat the Rockets. Remember they um, they played Phoenix and took them to seven games in that ninety three. Um, Fixed series finals, yes, massively. The fixed fix series uh, where they Phoenix went on to uh, play the Bulls in the final. I think yeah. Nike were already sort of they'd already sort of recorded the commercial. They recorded like the commercial Barclay with Barkley and, and Jordan, Jordan in the finals stuff, yeah. kind of thing. So kept David Stern. David Stern knew, knew knew how his brother was. You know, it goes back to this thing like you say about yeah. the NBA is wrestling. It very much yeah, fucking yeah. was. So if anybody's a doubt, Kings and Lakers, if you know yeah, what I mean, Kings and Lakers, wasn't that King. the same ref even? No, um, I think that was that man made Tim Domino. This was kind of I can't remember who it was, but um, do you know what the NBA record is for free throws in a game or playoff game? Fifty-two, sixty-four in that game. In that Phoenix. game, yeah, yeah, yeah sixty-four fucking free throws. Fouls called is ridiculous, isn't it? Um, it's something like. But yeah, Stern just it, wanted Barkley and Jordan it, in the final. It was, it was a big bevetta. It was literally like fifty bevetta. fouls to five yeah. or something. Six, sixty-four free throws to thirty-six. Every time someone uploads a fucking. Copy that to YouTube. Yeah, just gets, just gets taken down yeah, straight yeah. away. Yeah, like yeah, the NBA, like you're never going to see this. it on ESPN yeah, yeah. Classics. It's just they want no record of this game. But I've I've watched it a few times, and it's just ridiculous. It's the first like quarter. There's like people going up for jump shots, like Kevin Johnson. Down. Gary Payton's just waving his hand in the like general vicinity. They're calling a foul. Like Eddie Johnson's going up for offensive rebounds. They're calling a foul. No just trying near. to grab yeah. the ball. I think a couple of Kemp's fouls are like three three Sonics players actually foul out in that game. Yeah. Uh, I think it's just, 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 Eddie just Johnson, case. McMillan, and Kemp all yeah. foul out. Just in case we need One to be sure. One of the fouls, Kemp's actually stood on the other side of the court and they yeah. call a foul. <laughs> it's like, what? It's just... Yeah. Absolutely. If, if you're ever in doubt or, or ever believing about the sporting veracity of the, the spectacle, yeah, Barkley went for like 44 and 22 like unchallenged. Yeah, like. because he could That's elbow people in the mouth. Yeah, yeah. yeah he could um, barge batter through people. He wasn't he wasn't going to get whistled and was only going to get whistles. But yeah, if you watch it like at the start, the TV commentators are like, uh, you know, do you think Phoenix have got an advantage being at home? You know, yeah. <laughs> it's like what? It's like, yeah. to get actually making their excuses yeah. before the games even started. It's like as though David Stearns actually says, it's "Just got say something." The refs. It's like absolutely unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, fuckery. So but, they yeah. probably should have made the finals there. Really, I yeah. don't know. They were better team. They, they were. Yeah, yeah, they were the better team. Um, they were the best team in the West for like three years. Three and then years. the year after, they had the best record in the league. They were real favourites to get to the finals, and and they ran into the Nuggets. They ran um, into Nuggets and Dikembe Matombo, Chris Jackson, Robert Pack. Fucking Brandon hate them. Um, but this is when the first rounds were five games. Five as well. games. Yeah, yeah, short, yeah. So they, were, I think they were two nil. Went to two two. And then lost to uh, Nuggets in the famous one where Dikembe is holding the ball yeah. on his back. If you actually see a different, ah, if you ah, see the different angle of that, though, Kemp's trying to rip the ball out of his hand, <laughs> and then they cut away, and apparently he was just trying to kick the ball out of his hand. <laughs> He's just so fucking pissed off. 
<laughs> fuck yeah. Fuck. Yeah, they were the, like the best team in the league that year. No, they were the best they team were. in the West for the, like three years or so, I think. They were yeah. really, really good that, that year. Yeah, and he kind of, he made it into the Dream Team 2, was it? Yep. The 94 things and stuff. And he started to get a bit of a bad rep, didn't he? For kind of questionable kind of lifestyle and stuff. Um, there was sort of rumours kind of going to trade him and stuff. Um, but they managed to get, well, they got back to the finals against the Bulls in yep. 96. And that was kind of, I remember watching all those games on Channel yeah, 4. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was like kind of the... I, that was because I didn't like that rebrand. That was a horrible rebrand. Yeah, though. that was... We discussed that we on this that sort of uniform did, yep. uh, pod, didn't we? But uh, this was kind of Scoop Jackson, Mark Webster, NBA Channel yeah. 4 days when Kemp was just, yeah, he was like legit. Kind of, he brought it to the Bulls in those finals, didn't he? Yeah. Remember the teabag dunk on uh, Rodman? A teabag <laughs> dunk yeah. on Rodman, yeah. Just literally, he's like he finds his nuts in the back of his head. Um... And then he was MVP of that finals. Yeah, he would have been like if they won the. He's, he's still better than yeah. Mike, yeah. if you know what I mean. What yeah. he brought, relatively speaking. Yeah, he, he yeah. was the best player on the court for those seven games. Um, just before he signed this contract, obviously, um, quite a low rate before then, and the NBA was in a weird thing with the sort of collective bargain agreement where he couldn't renegotiate contracts. Yeah. Until like nineteen ninety seven. So he signed this really under market deal. Well, pretty similar to Scott Pippen had done yeah, in Chicago. Yeah, he was really, really time. under and underpaid. Then they kinda of paid like my, uh, Jim McElvain. Well that was, was it. it. They decided that if they could get a big man who wasn't Sam Perkins, yeah, who could, they could free up some of the body kind of and like get him back out at sort of the top of the key, like he used to rove around the top of the key. Yeah. Like if you see the lister blister, that's where he is. He's just yeah, poised yeah. like cocked, waiting at the edge of the his game was very much top of the dribble, wasn't mm. it? He wasn't, wasn't just always. Him. So it was like they, if they could get him out of the post and get yeah. him up there. So they just lumped all this cash on Jim McIlvain. Yeah, it was like 30 odd million. Jim McIlvain. This is the only reason you will ever hear anybody like mention third, Jim yeah, McIlvain. Yeah, string center, basically. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it pissed him off now, didn't it? As it would. He did this sort of holdout uh, of that sort of kind of last season there. And yeah, really fucking all kind of team chemistry went to shit, didn't it? Yeah. And kind of rumours of the sort of drug usage had started by this time and stuff. And obviously the off-court issues, paternity issues and stuff. And I think kind of Seattle sort of saw the you know, writing on the wall, didn't they? And uh, a Cleveland team in need of a star. And yeah. Panic, panic traded for him really, and kind of gave up. Was it? This was the sort of Vin Baker. Was it like to, a, was it a free three team, free yeah, team, freeway team? Vin, Vin Baker, Baker going ended to up Seattle, with the Seattle SuperSonics. Terrell Brandon went Terrell to Brandon went to the Milwaukee, Bucks, and, and Kemp yeah, went to the went to Cleveland, the Cavaliers, which is like a really young Cleveland team at the time. Sort of Derek Anderson and Brevin Knight. And yep. Vitaly Potapenko. Vitaly Potapenko. Derek Anderson. People are. Um, are Youngs a Jonas? Danny Ferry was on that team. Danny Ferry. He was the veteran. But, um, but yeah, it's kind of, it was, kind of felt like a panic trade for Cleveland, really, because he'd kind of, he'd lost his lift in that by year this point, off, hadn't yeah. yeah. In that, in that. Of, he yeah. started to gain a bit of weight, and you, you could kind of see where it was going, and um, the kind of tardiness, tardiness issues, apparently, were relevant <laughs> straight away in Cleveland. They were kind of like, he's obviously got off-court issues here, and, you know, they kind of smelled the drug problem. Which kind of became sort of public knowledge. It's kind of later on. Mike Fratello was the, uh, the coach at the time. Yeah. Probably he wanted no part of him straight away. He was like, you know, 
why you bring he's going to be a really bad influence and they, they all loved him he was a really yeah. nice guy but he obviously had sort of substance abuse issues yeah. and off court issues and stuff um well, he um, was a, just a shadow. Yeah, like the Sean Kemp. The, the Sean Kemp once peaked in that final. that weight on him, he was so so skinny athlete when he first came yeah. in. Then, then he ballooned, didn't he? To like totally, uh, you know, massively sort of over totally lost that lift and just because he never that. really developed that outside shot and yeah. kind of the other aspects of his game. The decline was pretty rapid. Really, he was he kind of put up numbers in that first year in Cleveland, but I think he was an all star there. But that was kind of it, really. Yeah. Then there was the lockout season. Um, apparently, he came back in at like 315 pounds, and they were like, "All right, we're going to find you for every day." Yeah. Over. And they ended up finding like 300 grand, which is out of way. And apparently, he did say to them, "Like, yeah, yeah, we live," but he was just a like, yeah. hollow kind of promise. It was a real shame because it kind of just it really went, didn't it? Like that. Yeah, it fizzled. Yeah. Just went out, um, and it was gone. It um, was gone. But it was one of those cases where. A player in a team, in a situation, in a coach, in a city at a time, which so it reminds me of similar Andrew Bynum. What and the Lakers? Mm. He's, he's good. He's young. Gets champion. If you know what I mean, he plays at a really high level, and then I mean, yeah, Sean Kemp was a six-time All Star. Yeah, three times sort of All NBA player. But I mean, that, that's the sort of how Bynum looked yeah. to be going before yeah. he ended up sat in Philly yeah. with an afro. I don't think. I don't think Andrew Bynum liked basketball though. No, kind of like, Sean Kemp, you can see he liked basketball. Yeah, he just sure. he liked partying as well. Yeah, and kind of you know, like take advantage of the yeah. And you know, you pay someone a hundred million dollars and they've kind of not been guided. You know, yeah, no, I'd, way, I'd be you know. dead if someone uh, yeah, had much money. I'm not that saying age. I'd do anything any different. I'd be dead. But, um, yeah, they paid him a hell of a lot of money, and the decline was pretty rapid. And he kind of caught him. With the Jailblazers team, who we should probably cover in another. That needs its own special. Yeah, yeah. Its own special. Uh, and kind of petered out there. He just lost kind of all athleticism. I think he had a cup of tea with Orlando. There was, he? there was. Yeah. It's like meme. He's like I remember meme that picture bits. of him uh, Orlando's media in the preseason. Yeah, yeah. Particularly chunky, like and like not really happy to be but, um, but yeah, just he's never really. I don't think he ever really loved the limelight. I don't think he ever really lived. Yeah. The sort of attention he got. He's, every interview I've ever seen of him, and he doesn't think many. He seems like a really nice guy. Yeah, seems like a, he kind of genuinely loved the game and just wasn't kind of ready for the kind of spotlight when it came. And I don't know. Never really got the best advice. Yeah, it's different now, isn't it? Yeah, and I think if he came along nowadays, his career would be totally different. Yeah, his career would be totally different, and you know, people would be able to work on that shot, give him a shot maybe, and well, depending on where he went, but. Yeah, it was just his raw tools. Were oh, unlike, just unlike like nothing you've ever seen. He's still, I still think he's the best in-game dunker the NBA's ever seen. Yeah. Dominic Wilkins is a close second. Yeah, Kemp on his day, just absolutely. I remember that one on Bill Line Beer. Uh, he puts Bill on his back. Puts Bill on his ass. Apparently, after that. Uh, he woke up in the hospital at like four in the morning because Rick Mahorn had just come in the second half and just elbowed him in the face and stuff. Like, that's the old him. Yeah, yep, that's what it was like. But, um, yeah, there's others. Any particular dunks you can remember? There was one on Anton Carr for the Spurs. I remember just particularly savage. Just one of those when he gets the ball on the break and just yeah, kind of just yeah. No, it's it's team. it's it's the. Mine for me is the list of blister. The list of blisters one. Most the list of blister is the one, and then also yeah, the just that because that. The, the ones where he hung off against, the rim were pretty good. Yeah, the the ones that, that dunk against Golden State where he 
like goes all the way around. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. it's like the rim, like kind of swings around the rim, the rim yeah, and yeah, runs yeah. off in one motion, yeah, doesn't he? The rain man. And like that, for some reason, his jersey's flappy because yeah. he's so skinny. Gary Payton's just running around. But it's it, it's. I always remember that like one of the adverts on NBA Action. Do you know because that half hour show would have two ad breaks yeah. in America, but we don't yeah, get one. Yeah, yeah. So it'd have those ending, and the way it would end would always, with that angle that starts on like close up on Gary Payton's mug, just looking up, and yeah, then he dashes yeah. it up, and you like, if you follow the ball, and then boff, out of the side, just and that was bang! Kind of lent itself to a lot of the computer games that came out at the time as well, the console games. NBA Jam. Very, yeah, stuff, they yeah. were kind of bait, just off that, it was so bang. video game-esque, yeah. wasn't it? And you know, it's how you wanted to play, if you could play and be in control of these players, you know what I mean? It was, so he really lent himself to that. He put it down like a shotgun each time as well. Like, yeah. he, he, like oh, Well, but this is what, when he was in the dunk contest, I heard there's a, he was on Michael Rappaport's uh, podcast uh, yeah. last year, 18 months ago, and uh, he asked him about dunk contest. And he was like, I wasn't ever about winning him. I was like, I just wanted to prove that I was the hardest dunk in the league. <laughs> That's like, all I gave a shit about. Crack! I just wanted to just, throw it down with such like ferocity and like, authority that just people who don't fucking get in my way kind yeah. of thing and uh, you can kind of see that if you watch those dunk concerts because they you just want to fucking it was smash all like, it down yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I mean that one where he got robbed by Cedric Smellas and he's actually looking down in tiny shoes with a blindfold yeah. on he's like fuck off eh? your tiny shoes with a blindfold on yeah if the blindfold worked you'd be looking at and the, the other one was D Brown with the no look dunk yeah like, you know it's bullshit the D Brown dab dunk um, but yeah, how would, how how do you fare in the NBA nowadays? You think? Um, to be honest, it's it's hard to tell. It's hard to tell. You think he, they, if depending what system he got in, they'd probably kind of try and fix that jump shot, I guess. But um, raw athleticism. The just, raw athleticism would just be he'd probably a play the five, wouldn't problem. he? That's he'd the probably thing. play the five, yeah. and I, I just don't think I don't think we've seen anybody like that. No, nah, I don't think it's that. Um, just a level of athlete at that size and that quick and that mm. that graceful that's yeah, the thing yeah, yeah, it's, it's the grace graceful. it's yeah, yeah. it's the way he can catch that alley-oop yeah, smash yeah. it down yeah. swing around yeah. the rim land and the choreography stride. of everything he did you know was so I mean? brilliant I think yeah. that's why he, it was so pleasant to watch wasn't it yeah. It kind of seemed like he was already planning. But well, there's a level of like hand high and yeah. foot coordination, oh, coordination that you just yeah. you just didn't expect to see from somebody so with yeah. like limbs so long. It's definitely one of my favourite players to watch. Yeah, we. It's the only jersey I've ever had on my wall. Like yeah. I've got jerseys <laughs> in the wardrobe, but the Sean Kemp Sonics journey is the only jersey I've ever had out on the wall. Yeah, we've spent many an hour and sort of <sighs> watching and talking about him, haven't we? Over yeah, the years. he seems like a kind of nice crescendo of. Yeah, a lot of love for sure. Should be in the Hall of Fame. Come yes, on, yes, he should oh, be. God, if Mitch Richmond's in the Hall of if Fame, if Mitch fucking Richmond fuck, is, yeah, he I'm should sorry. definitely. Yeah, there's six... lots of clowns they put in that he should he should be a number head. Yeah, on. sorry, he was at his peak. He was Finals yeah. MVP good. Yeah, exactly. Finals there MVP go. good. Yeah, he was Jordan yeah. versus Sean Kemp. It was, and, and it wasn't. It definitely was. And for all the love, and up until that point, there'd always been a duo. And for all the yapping, Gary Payton wasn't. No, there. Kemp. It was Kemp's it team. It was Kemp. Yeah, yeah. For those for those finals yeah. games, he's one of the best power forwards I've ever seen. He was fantastic. Yeah, um, he was really good. And yeah, just um, love me more for like just him saying, you know. Um, 
he threw a party when OKC got knocked out of the playoffs. And he was still finished <laughs> restaurant. And, and just Kevin Durant as well, by the way. I don't know how we neglected to mention this. Coming out in the preseason in his jersey. Yeah. Um, at Seattle Kirina just tells you all you need to know. Well, that must have been uh, for somebody um, like him. So with that body, if you know yeah. what I mean, to see yeah, somebody that tall and yeah, that yeah. rangy being so dominant. Because yeah. he was never going to be like Colm Malone, no, was he? No. Kevin Durant. So yeah, um, a doff of the cap and um, welcome into the Hall of Fame. Should have been the first entry, but we wanted to give him the full, the full, the full treatment, love. the full yeah. treatment. Um, <sighs> so yeah, I might have to go on a bit of a rant about him. On the website, but yeah, Sean Kemp, uh, welcome. Um, he's fifty uh, in a couple of weeks. Oh, the Rain Man. Yeah, we'll have to send him a birthday card. But yeah, the Rain Man, um, one of our favourites. Well, if not our favourite, if not, maybe. if not, yeah. greatest thing in Dunkirk of all time. Yeah, we'll um, we'll leave you with him and some Pearl Jam. <laughs> yeah. Peace out, Kev. Peace out, Pearl Jam from the NBA Superstars video. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs>